Start the podcast! Howdy and welcome to Beers with Engineers, a podcast by Engineering Dads, where if it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid. Hurry up! Here, three blokes, Sean, James, and Pat, talk all things engineering, science, tech, maths, movies, entertainment, and news related. I swear I'm gonna lose it! Anyways, sit down, relax, crack open a drink, and enjoy the episode. And, and welcome back to another. Cut <laughs> me on the intro. <laughs> yes, I did. Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Engineers. Call him an Audi R8. He just cut yeah. him off. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. More of a BMW thing, to be oh perfectly honest. And we are back. And that was a fantastic intro. And for those who are not knowing, that the motif of today's thing is dogs or household pets in general. And that is because we have a very special guest, Dan. Um, Dan, say hello. Hello. Hi, Dan. <laughs> so, um, Tell us about yourself. What do you do and um, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm a vet nurse. I've only been a vet nurse for about a year or so. Mm. Um, and my favourite colour, maybe green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as a vet nurse, what is your favourite pet? Oh, um, a rabbit. <laughs> a rabbit. Okay, yes. fair enough. <laughs> Who doesn't love a little bunny? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we've got you on the podcast today to talk about a very specific uh, hot take that you have. (laughs) So give us your hot take. We want to hear about it. So what I think, um, just because of the amount of breeds that have um, really serious health conditions Mm. um, bred into them and also the amount of stray animals on the streets, Mm -hmm. I do think there should be a temporary ban on breeding, uh, specifically more um, dogs and cats. just to try and get a hold of all the stray animals and also all the breeds that have all the yeah. problems. So, like, what type of problems are we talking about here? Like, um, uh... So, say, with, like, um, pugs and bulldogs, um, brachycephalic breeds, anything that has, like, mm. a squash sort of face. Oh, God, um, yeah. They can have a lot of breathing difficulties. Yeah. Um, especially on hot days. Like, at the vet clinic, we get a lot of dogs just suddenly die on the spot. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, that was really bad. We're actually dying on the spot. Yeah. And, what? Um, just because they've been overheated and the owners rush them there on a hot summer's day and mm. they just don't quite make it. So with this, with these specific breeds, is it more of a genetic uh, defect or are they just more susceptible to getting that specific disease um, through bacteria? Because I think what you mentioned, it sounds viral or bacterial. Uh, well, with like, um, like brachycephalic, so that's just the way they're bred, like their esophagus is actually kind of crushed. Right. Like it's just their face is so squashed and everything's kind of all squished together inside. Mm. So... Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at the, the, what is it, the English Bulldog? Yeah. If you look at, and so, like, uh, this is something that I've had an issue with for a long time, that breeds, like, pure mm. breeds are not pure breeds. Oh, what we, not anymore. What we imagine no as this or that. So if you look at an old picture of an English Bulldog, and I encourage everyone to look it up, you see a very proud, front-standing dog, very fit. You look at the exact same breed after, what, 100 years of inbreeding, mm. and it is struggling to survive. It has, yeah. it has so many ongoing issues. And the reason I was laughing before, um, there was, a, like, a Batuta, uh, Batuta Advocate article of, like, local vet squeals in delight after seeing a, a French bulldog <laughs> come in. It's like, this thing breaks down more like a 19, uh, 1990s BMW. <laughs> like, there's just so many ongoing yeah. problems with them. And uh, pretty much I my interpretation of is because we have an idea of this is what a pure breed is, we must now breed it with the same 
purebred dog. Yeah. And that is quite incestual with dogs. They're designed mm. to be shared around. Um, not shared around, sorry. To, to breed naturally. There and should, we're forcing there, to breed with the same pair and it's causing a lot of ongoing issues. Yeah. There should be work dogs. Like, you know, like the, the dogs just like the mm. office dogs. Like yeah. at every single nine to five job. I want, I want that. I, I advocate for that. Oh, 100%. I think, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you could save so much in mental health leave mm. if you just have a dog in the office calming yeah. everyone down. There's a dog just to cuddle you as yeah. well. Oh, so good. Yeah, like, when you're anxious, it comes up right next to your feet. You're like, oh, I can't be mad. Yeah. Train, <laughs> it, train it to detect, detect stress. So when it sees that you're stressed, it just comes and it puts yeah. its little chin. I swear dogs name. already do that. <laughs> I, uh, for those who don't know, well, I, I'm definitely a dog person. I think I don't Me know. Too. Me too. Me too. Dog person. Yeah, I'm yeah. a dog person. Yeah. yeah. Well, look. I just my dog loves you. You don't love my dog. I no, think it's, it's, like because, it's because I try to like it. Always jumps up on me. I said like, no, yeah, no, that's that, the that, that bad dog. Like, it's like no, you don't, it's like, I want you to cuddle. I want to cuddle with it, but then it's yeah. just it's like jumps in my face or something like that. She does not jump into faces. She does. You're like five times her height. You'll be fine. It's a big jump. Yeah. But speaking <laughs> of my dog, and this is another yeah. problem that when I got my dog, which is a golden retriever and poodle cross, mm. they said this dog will have hip problems. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's just been born. Because no, all golden retrievers, all big dogs above 20 kilos will have hip issues because they haven't been bred out of that. Mm. And you look at like the Australian sheepdogs and like uh, the blue healers, incredibly smart, great workers because they were bred to be that. Mm. Now, yeah. if you, and the thing is like poodles and all these other breeds uh, were bred for a very specific purpose to be a house dog or to be inside a. To be uh, cute. <laughs> to be cute, exactly right. It's, it's like. The wolf is about a million years of evolution. What is the pinnacle of a four-legged killing machine? And after a few hundred years, we ended up with a pug. And for those who don't know the story of how pugs originated, effectively what they did was they wanted the symbol for prince in the skin folds of its head. So they bred thousands of these uh, dogs to have that symbol, and they never nailed it. They went, oh, whatever, and just let them free. So they, they incestually like, bred so many of these puppies. And nowadays, like, what is the issues with pugs? What? Oh, lots of issues. Yeah. I don't even know what you're saying. They've set them free. They I just went, oh, we had, they had so many dogs, they just gave them to the mass populace oh, and they said, okay. take them. Oh, I'm sure dogs are smart enough to, like, find their way through the wild and, like, live and <laughs> forage in their own little way. You really think a pug would survive on its own? Like a sausage dog. Yeah. I think like, so. Some dogs I just oh. don't think would be able oh, to survive. What's so- a, oh, sausage dog. Great yes. problem. What's the problem with a sausage oh, dog? They're, they're backs. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> They can't go downstairs without yeah, cracking their back. like a ramp to get onto a bed. And, all and that's things. wild for me. And like yeah. pugs, they, their eyes pop out of their heads yeah. naturally. What? Yeah, that's not a, that's not a lie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, it blows my mind how that is a natural thing for a dog to have. And we bred that into that dog. That is absolutely human's fault. That is uh, intelligent design at its worst. Dog breeds. The interesting thing with like breeding and genetics and pure breeding and whatnot is in like genetics, you have obviously genes and allele and allele is like your eye color, your hair Mm. color, etc. The thing is with them, some are dominant and some are recessive. Now, you could see like an American Staffy, for example, but really it's 75% Border Collie. It's just the American Staffy genes were dominant Mm. and that's why it looks like Mm. one. So... Obviously, a temporary ban would help, but I wonder if there's some sort of genetic um, detection methods we can use in advance to go, hang on, if we breed this dog, will the dominant gene be the pug look or the French bulldog look? Or And then if it is, then yeah, we'll breed it. We can, we know we can get a dog that's not going to have these issues. Yeah. So mm. I was kind of thinking like there should be a temporary ban um, with like all breeds apart from like um, 
assistance dogs and mm. things that obviously need to be trained from a young age. Yeah. Um, but then, what kind of breeds are those generally? Um, Labradors, like, yeah, right? labs, yeah, labs, yeah. Mostly, right. I think. What, what about the cat market? Because you're, mm. this is for dogs and cats as yeah, well. Yeah, so cats, there aren't as many like health concerns compared to dog breeds, but they just breed like so fast, like rabbits. Yeah. Mm. So there's just so many <laughs> cats. They breed like, like rabbits from four months of age. They are sexually mature. So wow, I did not so know that. So once they have a, kid, a litter of say six, they're once Randy. they're four months old then they can have kids so, so you can you're end up 24 from like just two cats oh every gosh year what, if, so what if we bred cats so they didn't have i was gonna say how does that make parts. sense I don't know. I don't <laughs> how know. are you gonna breed them i don't know i don't know you like yeah. de-sex every one out of six that are born but that's a bit unethical how do we decide True. who gets de-sex i don't know I'm, i mean I'm, that's what they did historically I'm so a, <laughs> i'm a common man trying to think of a an an evolutionary a holistic solution. solution. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And also an issue that I'm finding with breeding these dogs, specifically in COVID, was dogs became like gold. Like a golden retriever yeah, went everyone. for actual gold. You could trade gold bullocks. Every, um, everyone and their dogs got a dog. Pretty much. Well, they wanted a dog. It wasn't that they got a dog. They wanted... The price of my dog when I got it was about 1200 And we got it through someone we knew um, and we trusted but these puppy farms, which are popping up, mm. were selling dogs for four mm. times that price during yeah. the peak of lockdown because they realized people wanted dogs. And so not only are you selling dogs at a high market, mm. these dogs are now grown up for two years with people around them and now being left. I'm sure anxiety problems are going through. I knew a neighbor's yeah. dog, which was on Xanax. That's not a fucking lie. Yeah, yeah I knew a, a lab lot, was on Xanax. A lot yeah. on um, anti-anxiety medication at the moment, just because they're not used to being alone. Yeah. So heaps of our patients have our medication <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> That's terrifying that yeah. like some dogs are prescribed as much medication as humans, because right yeah. now we're over-prescribed yeah. for sure, and the animals are coming into it as well. Um, yeah. As a random question, what do you reckon is the split of pets being say dogs or cats mm-hmm. oh, i don't really i don't really know i feel like people who have cats normally have like more than one mm. whereas people with dogs are mm. more likely to have a lower number yeah i don't know i feel like most people are dog people because like i'm a dog of... person yeah, yeah okay like, so you just remember the cute ones <laughs> yeah. no absolutely mm. and so with this temporary ban why did you say temporary why not well, more permanent more so just so we can get under control like i'd like to see there be more animals in the shelters than on the streets mm, and then once mm. that's under control then we can start breeding again under like strict rules and probably not have any um dog breeds like pugs and things i kind of think yeah. just for the their own um health yeah. and well-being i think like it's better off if they don't yeah. come back again kind of thing well, like what? bread out is probably the yeah. best for them wait what, um, do you, what do you mean bread out so just don't breed anymore okay, so then yeah. eventually once those and ones would this die, also be for cats as well um well cats they don't really seem to have as many um health problems it's more just mm. there's so many of no, them but that that's what i mean because like you could probably correct me if i'm wrong but from what i know is that we cannot, at, when it comes to bringing either a dog or a cat to, mm. or an animal just to like a shelter or a vet or whatever, mm. we you can't do it for cats because cats are like, they just roam. Yeah. There's so many that there's... So I they, think it, it, they're a lot more reluctant, I think, like mm. some um, shelters, just to take them in just because oh. they're normally full anyway of cats. Mm. Um, you can find like full lit- like litters of kittens in there like all year. Oh. Yeah. I guess if you're saying they breed at four months, they, yeah. that's a and Yeah, spend. none of them are de-sexed or anything, so they're just like a problem. So you yeah. could literally find any cat you wanted at a shelter yeah. for half price. Well, I've, so. got a, I've got a question on this. So, yeah. James, what is your favourite breed of dog? Just 
Husky. Okay. What's Dan? What's your favorite breed of dog? Border Collie. Sweet. Patty, what's your favorite breed of dog? Um, what's the one that's a Scooby Doo? Great Dane. Uh, Great Dane. Okay. Yeah. James, what is your favorite breed of cat? Uh, Ragdoll. Yeah, right. Same. Ragdoll. I want to say Siamese. So that's the only one I could think of. Well, that's the thing is, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that when it comes to dogs, we have a lot more focus on the breed. We're like, oh, it's a half Staffy, half mm. Border Collie. Oh, it's a half Husky Golden Retriever. Mm. I don't know a single breed of cat. You guys have just named yeah. two, which I have no idea, and I can't even give them. Maybe Siamese. But yeah. But the point being is, like, we have a lot more focus on dog breeds, and we don't have as much focus on cat breeds mm. because cat breeds do breed a lot. If they had four months, they could breed with other ones. Yeah. And after that, they have a lot less problems, as we've just clearly yeah. seen. Hmm. I feel like I could have said panther because that, certainly that's a cat. Oh, okay. A tiger. Right. Yeah, a tiger. Yeah. Lion. Joe Exotica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to, oh, geez. Sorry yeah. about that. Dan, to summarize the issue here, so you're saying that due to like the genetic disadvantage that some of these dog breeds get and the suffrage they'll experience during their life because of it is enough reason to say that we should put a temporary ban on it? Like, is that I good? think um, just temporary ban on all of them mm. just to get under control all the stray animals, but for, oops, sorry, for those animals, yeah, that have like all the problems, they should be just yeah. Yeah, bred out mm. so like, for that reason, yeah. Everyone here knows I like to play devil's advocate a bit and arguably <laughs> with like, arguably with the human population, I didn't know this was going to be the main argument, so I should have looked up a stat for this, but there would be, I think we can all agree, there's a substantial percentage of humans that are going to be born with genetic defects, yeah. heart conditions, mm, skin yeah. conditions, True. more susceptible to cancers. Yeah. So I just want to like try and understand how would we compare the two? Because if we were to put a temporary ban on this, would mm. there be a rise for someone to say, okay, let's not breed. Let's, if you have a heart condition, you can't have kids, for example. Yeah, there's like, yeah. it's always the, uh, like the next step. That's why people mm. back in like, you know, when that we, there was the referendum or whatever for the uh, like for the same sex like the, the yeah. postal oh, vote thing, it's a slippery yeah. slide rather than oh, every, everyone this and that every, now. everyone yeah. and their uncles was talking about this. They say, oh, what's next after the, you know like man and man or woman or woman or whatever? It's like yeah. what, I can marry my dog. It's like no, you no, fuckhead. It's, it's, it's just like, we're, we're talking yeah. about people. If it, I want to argue about the wedding, whatever, but I completely understand what you're talking about mm. because. Yeah. If we're allowing this for dogs, why not allow it for humans? I see you see the point mm. you're raising. I think it's different. I mean, regardless of what we say and do, humans are outside the food chain. They're outside. Yeah. They mm. animals are second rate citizens compared to humanity. Let's mm. let's not dance around the subject. They are treated worse. I mean, yeah. we don't put Absolutely. humans in kennels oh, or lock them up if they're stray. And like, if people are wanting to reproduce, mm. and like, there is the possibility their children are going to have certain conditions. Like with the dogs, for example, mm. we're forcing that on them. Like yeah, they're not like, oh, I want to have babies or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like we're forcing them to mate with each other. So, yeah. so when it comes Whether to like, this nat- to like nat- little, honest to god, natural. Just like, you know, two dogs yeah. are on a farm and, you know, they've gone off and, you know, six months later, oh, now there's a bunch of dogs around yeah. here. Like, I didn't force anything. The other farmer didn't mm. force anything. It just happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. So is well, that... I guess um, maybe if they were like native dogs, like dingoes, I don't think dogs should just be like let out free. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the feral cat problem is yeah. such an issue <laughs> don't in Australia. Any of those problems, Wait, are dogs yeah. dingoes? Wait, dingoes. dingoes are dogs. Yes. But they, <laughs> don't, they don't bark. Again, barking is something that dogs <laughs> and wolves do not do. Wolves Naturally, howl, yeah. Wolves howl. We train dogs to bark. The reason why dogs run to the front door and bark and anyone coming by is we train them to whenever another dog or another human came near our property to bark and alert us in the middle of the night. And so I mean, people might complain that the dog's barking all the time. We bred that into them. That was yeah. a natural. We made that happen. 
I say we as a human population. <laughs> and this is why this is why I love huskies so much because they both bark and howl. I love how talky talky the uh, husky get the to put them in the bath and they just chat. <laughs> they yeah. have like such a groan about. It. I love huskies. I don't know. Other one of my favorite breeds of dogs. In case anyone asked, but um, yeah. Kind of, one of my other issues with like dog breeding as well, like obviously we've gone through now like the genetics and then we're forcing them to breed and whatnot, but dogs and cats generally don't have a choice of like diet, for example. Like their mo- cats, for example, mostly raised as carnivores. So we're basically forcing, like we're pushing the industry, we're pushing the meat production industry, we're pushing farming and whatnot. Whereas humans, it's a bit different. We have the choice to stop. And over time, I think yeah. we will in the next 20 to 30 years, we'll see more vegetarians, more vegans. That's just natural. Dogs literally, dogs can go vegetarian, I know, but cats, it's a yeah, lot more harder. cats have to have, um, I think it's called taurine, which is only found in meat. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can also yeah. say that humanity has consciousness. We can look at ourselves in the mirror. We can, we can notice that we are in existence and we live and then how our life affects others. Very few animals in the world have that as well. Yeah, it's just really us. Well, arguably, farm animals do have a similar sentience to humans. I think, but I think it depends on what your idea of sentience is. No, no consciousness. Conscious. Like, sorry, yeah, consciousness. Self consciousness. That is the defining factor of humanity. No I, one else has it. I think consciousness is pretty much the ability to ex- experience the world around you and recognize what's going on. Pigs are scientifically proven to be able to do that. Same with cows. Chickens, mm. not as much. So that's like, I have a big issue with the farming industry and like, that's something I yeah. want to tackle in like the near future, but that's more of a wide scale issue. Like slavery mm. was mm. almost yeah. hundreds uh, and less than a hundred years ago. Yeah. No, I agree with that too. It's more just cause this is like, oh shit, sorry. Um, where I like work. <laughs> so I can just like see it every day, all these yeah. animals coming in and they've all got these, all these problems and the owners like mm. what about, aren't willing to put in the money to help them. What about them. birds? I'm just going to throw another animal in the mix here because, you know, you know, like what would there be? Would there be a uh, restriction on breeding of birds? Mm. Like, and I would say more like, you know, just like you know, seagulls, Good pigeons, question, yeah. lorikeets, you know, that, that sort of thing. I don't know anyone who like breeds <laughs> seagulls to be honest. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I haven't been asking around. But I don't know many seagulls. Look. Like this is a good question because I I ask the same question with fish for example because we don't force fish to breed they just do it on their own accord no they do not they are forced to breed for sure if you put two fish in a tank and they decide to have sex that's not forced breeding yeah my fish recently had babies actually I mean like the entire fishing industry if you go down Tasmania and go salmon it's just salmon in big nets and they're forced to feed oh yeah oh, that's yeah. forced okay that's, fish, sorry that's fish, yeah. fish farming is different to owning yeah. pet fish and, and... Fe- fish farming makes up maybe ninety percent of fish breeding or fish sold. Like very few people. Yeah. Like, how many times do you buy a pet fish in your lifetime? Maybe three, four times. Oh, if you buy, oh, we, we used to okay, buy. Fish. You buy a lot. I don't know how long fish live. But like, how many times do you buy salmon or tuna from the shops? Probably a lot more. Not and much that, anymore. But when I was not eating, anymore. When yeah, I was yeah. eating fish, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, it's dumping back here on on the Yola vegetarian topic, mm-hmm. but that's not what we're here for. So, how, so I like, I think I think you're you're point is correct and so would a way when you say breed them out is not to say stop breeding pugs let them die out it's to let them breed with other dogs outside of the pug Mm, gene yeah i guess so i mean whatever's gonna help the situation i guess Mm. as long as it eliminates those major health issues yeah i think either way whatever works yeah Mm. the only thing i would see being able to work there is just early genetic detection and being able to do that on every single dog that's going to breed seems very very extreme no that's that's definitely not what they would say because the 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 problems are 
are breed based. Mm. So like all dogs over 30 kilos will have hip dysplasia. Well, what, what is the populace of the dogs in the world? Like how many, like let's just take a, like a stab in the dark guess of how many dogs would there be in the world? Right? I'd say one in every five families has a dog. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's in Australia as well. Like, um, like I know different countries have different approaches to pets as well. Like I, I had some, some my neighbours who are Chinese, they had their parents come around, um, didn't speak a word of English, and they saw my fluffy dog, Chloe, lovely fluffy dog who's a golden retriever poodle cross, and they ran inside. That's, sec- that's the second time you mentioned your dog's breed today. Oh, it's a great breed of dog. No, that's no, right. Fair but yeah, so like uh, c- certain like countries will have different approaches to dog. And something that I also wanted to raise was if we stop breeding pure breed dogs, one of the favorite breeds of dogs is a poodle cross. You've got mm. like the yeah, Maltese poodles, Cavoodles, Labradoodles, they don't shed. <laughs> because they don't shed. They've been bred because they have hair, not fur. Yeah. My dad was allergic to dogs. The only reason we could get a dog was because it was hyperallergenic, which mm. was the poodle cross that I have, yeah. um, which is a great breed of dog, a lot of energy. <laughs> but if we stop breeding pure dogs, you would probably see less hypoallergenic mm. dogs out there as well. Yeah. Is there a potential solution to that? Really? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's. No, I mean, no, I'm playing his devil's advocate. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess like cavoodles and poodles and everyone, they don't really have like I don't know, like they have problems, but mm. not too. I don't know. They seem to have yeah. like partial problems of the both breeds that came before them. Mm. Um, yeah. Not like both, but not like serious. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it can have some of this, can mm. have some of that. But that's the point of breeding is you yeah. get genes from both breeds of dogs or both so, dogs. Since we're only talking about dogs, I guess I'll ask this question: so What is like the most, but like the damage, most damaging breed of dog? Like the one with the most problems, the most mm. like visits to the hospital. It's got to be the French bulldog, surely. Yeah, I don't French know. Bull- Probably one of those like what French about, bulldog or pug. I would say. Yeah, what about like, like, what one about, of the brachy. Like then, then let's, let's go on the other end now. Like, what is a breed of dog that you just was like that, that might come in once a year just for a checkup, mm. and that's it? I don't know. Well, yeah. German Shepherd. Mm. No, they I'm have heaps that. of problems. No, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't they have a bunch of teeth? Like, they all, all don't they have like problems with their like back and stuff? Like, teeth, back, lower, yeah, lower legs. legs, all those big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd say like a little dog, like a King Charles Cavalier. I feel like they're a Chihuahua. They're pretty, pretty resilient. No, I feel like they've got a lot of problems. Oh. <laughs> like they've got a lot of heart problems. Yeah. Okay, things. let's try beagles. I reckon maybe maybe. Oh, no, I, I think I think that so. like the um, like farming like herding sort of dogs, like yeah. the fit healthy ones are like the best ones most yeah. of the time. Normally they're coming in because they've done something. What are they just like naughty like, or, or something? Yeah. Fishing what are those net? breeds like? The, like a Jack Russell or like? Uh, mm. I would say Jack Russells are probably one of my least favorite dogs. They're so aggressive and they need so the annoying, most amount yeah. of room for the smallest dog. <laughs> they are the most room to dog like, in the world for sure. Actually, I've seen a Jack Russell cross Chihuahua once and like I don't like Chihuahuas or Jack Russells oh. but seeing both breeds combined was actually nice because it had like the chill side of the Chihuahua but then it had like the... The chill side of the, <laughs> the Chihuahua. Like, Hold on here. The chilled side of a Chihuahua. I've, Have you met a Chihuahua? I've met three Chihuahuas. They so. are not chill. Never chill. Yeah. Well, maybe the Chihuahuas okay. you've seen are raised have been raised wrong then. All right, how about this? Dan, you are a vet. You see the most amount of Chihuahuas out of all of us. Our Chihuahuas uh, chill. I mean, we don't have a lot of Chihuahuas that come in, but normally they're a bit more anxious. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, they're not so chill they at all. Have their, like, <laughs> but they're not aggressive. Aggression. Chihuahuas are aggressive. They're not aggressive shit. like Jack Russell like, all the yeah. time. They're, I, uh. they're not aggressive like Jack Russell's. But the, my point being, seeing those two breeds combined was mm. nice. It was a very laid back dog, but it did have the fear aspect to it, only because its previous owner 
used to like abuse the crap out of it. And this is another issue I have with breeding as well is would you say like when it came to anyone buying a pet that they should go through some sort of a means test to be able to, I guess, procure it because I've seen so many bad owners like they Mm. fought, they starved their dogs, they lock them outside, they like... I've I've seen it. I knew an owner that pierced its dog's ears once oh, and dressed it up yeah. like a yeah. gangster in a leather jacket that's and took so it out wrong. like it was a gangster dog. It went through the wars, and yeah, it had like awful. three years of a good life when it mm. got handed over to its new owner. No, yeah. well, that, that, no, I definitely think that should, should be, be like a license. To yeah, have a like I mean, there even with like reptiles. Like I have a turtle and with a turtle license, but there wasn't even any sort of testing I had to go through. It was just paying the money. Like I do think there oh, should God. be. They yeah. should have to go and assess the environment they're going to live in. Mm. Like have the RSPCA come and check out your place or something, and what you know yeah. you've got to, to feed to it. To make sure there's enough like room that. for the dog to actually yeah. like, you know, be active and stuff like that. In yeah, mm. yeah. Exactly. And like I would love to see like a crackdown on puppy farms. I have mm. such an issue with puppy farms because they just breed mm. dogs till they die, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and sell puppies for exorbitant prices that's, and that, you have no idea how welfare I'm pretty sure that's where my sister got one of her mm, dogs from but I don't, think, I don't think it was a puppy farm I just think it was just a bunch of puppies on a farm yeah. Yeah. because there's no regulation behind it anyone can get two dogs breed them and sell them and how are you going to check what breed it is like, no. oh it's a pure husky how do you know no. how do well, you know well the thing is like, I, you can't, everyone every single one of you here I'm looking at everyone here <laughs> how dare you um, you guys keep on mentioning like husky, like a husky crossbreed, or like it, yeah. there's always the uh, like, yeah. you know like the like the Chihuahua Jack Russell you just mentioned, or you know it could be a Great Dane, uh, Golden Labrador. I don't know, what, yeah. I don't know what they are, but <laughs> I kind of see is that ethical? Is it ethical for dogs just to purposely be mixed? Bread. It's ethical I to mean, let that happen. It's unethical to force them to do it. Okay. Mm. Okay. I mean, like, having, like, oh, I wanted a husky versus golden retriever cross. Mm. Is that, that's probably just as ethical as having just a pure husky breed. Mm. You're you're forcing two things to to mate to each other. What's what's more expensive nowadays, you reckon, Dan? Like, just the the mixed breeds or a full-blown, just like, you know... Good question. I want to guess, I'm going to guess pure breed. Pure breed, sorry, that's what I'm Yeah, I'd say probably pure bred, Mm. for sure. Because there's a less supply of pure bred dogs these days. Like, there's... You go to Gumtree, for example, and you look at the dogs that are for sale, half the time you're going to see this cross that, that cross this. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I've I've been looking for a dog for ages. I want a pure pure bred husky, personally. I just have not been able to find one, like, Mm. less than four grand. Really? Five grand. Five grand, yeah. I would, yeah, that yeah, sounds about common. I've seen some go for seven. Uh, I would also say huskies in Australia would be uh, was also somewhat unethical. They are not yeah. designed for this climate. And I, I, my neighbours had uh, two huskies once, and they just were sweating in winter. Like the poor things, they're not designed for this climate. I don't think I don't think really any dogs are. Like my, my sister's dog just recently got shot. I don't know mm. what the breed is. It's, it's a um, border collie cross kelpie. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> she, clearly, that. clearly yeah. that's dogs gone to her. <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. She's spinning your vet. Yeah. No, so obviously, what was it again? Oh, what you were saying? No, what, what was the reading? A border collie co- cross kelpie. Now it says border collie. It's like it's, it was the run of its litter. It's mm. we. She took it for a groom, and it was sweating in the in like this the Aussie heat. It was ridiculous, yeah. and it's like, no, this dog barely has any hair on it now, mm. and it's like I can't can't imagine like you know a Labrador or you know even like the husky. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's hard. It's definitely hard. And if yeah. you look at the dogs, which really are an Australian, that's the dingo. Yes. Um, that doesn't <laughs> bark. Um, however, the dingoes have short hair and they're designed for this climate quite well. Yeah. Dogs with long hair in this climate, 
feels a little cruel. We yeah. brought them across and made them live their entire life in a very hot climate that their bodies mm. were not evolved to handle. Yeah. There's a reason why they were imported and they didn't just naturally evolve to live in Australia. What, dingoes or? Dogs. Like importing different dog breeds. Because it was for pets or for working? Well, no, they obviously didn't evolve in Australia because the conditions didn't allow them to evolve. We've... Oh, I think, the, I think the conditions being like a 2,000 kilometer coastline to the next island. No, <laughs> I I'm... think that's why the dogs didn't get here because they can't swim that far. No, I'm talking <laughs> about people who brought them over, like from different countries to breed like a staffy mm. or a husky here and why dingoes evolved the way they are and they didn't evolve to be similar to huskies or any of the other breeds we've spoken about because... It's quite simply the conditions didn't allow for it. Yeah. And that's why we haven't I think, seen them. I think that's our point is like the dogs were not naturally brought here. So, was, so well, I think I think what we're trying to figure out is that was it ethical or, or we're classifying it as unethical to bring breeds of dog to a climate they're not accustomed to? I don't know. I think, I think dogs probably experience the most happiest life of any animal in the world. And the reason I say that is because they don't really expect much. For example, for a dog to be happy, they just need love and attention and food. Whereas humans need so much more to chase mm. that feeling of happiness. They need, it's like they're chasing a dream that doesn't exist. For a dog to be happy, all it needs is just a cuddle or a pat every day. Mm. Yeah. And arguably, probably they probably live one of the best lives out of everyone. Well, yeah, like the whole dog's existence is to survive and pass on. Um, it, and usually that to happen in a pack. They would serve each other. They would have an alpha. They would um, protect each other. If you look at a dog these days who have the exact same uh, ideas uh, and principles, food's covered, doesn't need a hunt. Uh, protection, it's got a pack that will protect them. Mm-hmm. Its healthcare's covered. What else has it got to do? It's, it's, got, a, it's got, a, got a roof over its, over yeah. its head. I would say, generally speaking, dogs start off with everything ticked off on a list. They went, all right, sweet, let's chillax. Yeah. They're, they're brilliant. I love dogs. If, I'm a big dog person. If they could, all, like every single puppy I know is probably in retirement. They'd be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling out, ain't like, Yeah, yeah, they're just vibing out. They're good dogs. Yeah. And, and that's probably why I'd argue that dog breeding isn't unethical because even though there might be a few issues like along the way, at least it's kind of counterbalanced by everything that humans do for them, giving them the best life they can possibly have. Whereas you compare it to farming, they just do not have a good life, full stop. Yeah, but it's hell from day but one. But we're arguably, you know, I was like, oh, this, this devil's advocate might be coming up soon, but I was like, well, I think we're, we're all right people. We ain't, we ain't bad at all. No. But, you know, there's other people out there that might treat dogs a bit with Yeah, with and this is why means testing should be mandatory when yeah. you're getting a dog. Well, so, so you're saying that, like, it's not the breeding that is the cause, it should be the RSPCA's responsibility. Or the the veterinary governing body, yeah, Yeah, body to know that every single dog or every single cat or any every single household animal is being taken care for it to the best of its ability. Not like a regular checkup, just means test the owner before they buy a dog, and you know trying to line those psychological factors with owning a dog. Does it have a nice environment to live in? Yeah, but then but then you have the uh, like maybe someone really wants a dog to the point where it's like like. There's a there's a great Netflix show actually Afterlife the Ricky Gervais show mm-hmm. and there's like one on the one I'm not spoiling anything but there's a really sad uh, female co-worker of his and she's just had a shit season like nothing's going right for her and the last moment is just like I just really want a dog I just mm. want one thing that I can love and mm. the person's like I don't think we can give it to her like it's but and it's, Ricky's like nah like she she really needs this yeah but so there's some people like that that might appear just to be a bit more unstable or maybe just a bit, like, look like them, I won't say mental, but a bit, you know, like, over-caring. And that might drive people away from them, if that makes sense. 
I thought you were going down the point of like someone might act like they're okay when they do the means test. And oh, yeah, yeah, that as well. I mean, they would all that, do yeah. that as well. As a... <laughs> yeah, they'd all do that for sure. They, I mean, if they want a dog, they're not going to like throw off the test for sure. They're going to, yeah. yeah, put on their best shoes and get try and get a puppy. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the point being is like, I, I still think it is to a degree unethical the level of dog breeding they were doing. Yeah. Look at old photos of purebred dogs when they first were developed and categorized. And this is again only 200 years ago that we started categorizing purebred dogs. We're forcing them down this really long path and they're just getting more and more health issues. I, I technically agree. I actually know what? I absolutely agree. We shouldn't be breeding dogs to the level that we are now with the amount of focus and care on the actual breed itself, mm. but more on what is, what is best for the dogs and breeding them in the same pure breed, I don't think is the best for them. They, Look, I was going to like, when you say what's the best for it, I don't think there's any ethical way to breed a dog. As soon as you force two dogs to mate, that's just, in my opinion, unethical. Yeah. Mm. If Agreed. you, if Agreed. you let them like, if you let them like in some sort of a, a shelter together and let it happen naturally, yeah, then, then fair enough. But then, would it get to the point of putting all these dogs in one shelter would in itself become... I don't, think, I don't think that would be the solution that we would ever go down. No. Forcing every single dog to be in one shelter seems a bit uh, doggy dog world. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I'm yeah. saying it's just yeah, not... Sorry, that's why we're agreeing with that's not the solution. What we're saying is that we should definitely not be breeding dogs to the level that we are now. Yeah. Like, there's two extremes there. Put every single dog in a kennel um, and let them breed naturally or have them being purebred to the level that we are today. And I think the... That's what we're currently doing, and I don't think that's the best option for dogs. There's so many health issues just from interbreeding. Just let them breed naturally. And the thing is, when you get these half half dogs, how do you know? There's no Ancestry.com that you can check. There's no like family book that you can find. They're going to have probably maybe 20% of every different type of dog. Not, sorry. Mm. A lot of different dog breeds inside them that you can't check for. There's no history for that. I think that's fine. And, and just as a opinion um a purebred dog versus a stray dog which you have no idea of its breed mm. which one is more resilient oh probably the stray I'd yeah say. absolutely Definitely. yeah all these breeds that everyone's paying like thousands for um they always end up having so many problems and the owners are like mm. oh we can't afford but i'm like well you just spent like ten thousand. <laughs> surely you put a little bit more aside yeah. for its health yeah and then all these stray dogs that they've just adopted like rescued, they don't yeah. ever come because they don't need to. Well, that's the thing. I always see TikToks of like uh, a dog I got for $50 down the street. Oh, I can eat concrete and drink diamonds <laughs> and I'll be fine. And it's like, is this tap water distilled for yeah. a $10,000 designer dog? <laughs> yeah. I think it, uh, that's just a metaphor that um, interbreeding dogs to the level that we are today isn't healthy. Mm. Absolutely not. This is just another example of it. And yeah, I, I personally vote let's not breed dogs to the level that we're doing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, also, maybe and, and cats. Sorry, I'm just very focused on dogs. <laughs> no, same. Um, no, everyone always yeah. forgets about the cats. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a cat person. Besides, I love ragdolls, and that, that's the only breed I, I, I know because they're, they're amazing. Yeah, I think it's majority so of people can agree that it's like kittens, they're cute, but after they get past, like you know, look like more like an adult cat. It's like, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is something before we wrap up. I have a problem with as well, and I'd love to hear sort of everyone's opinion. So, a dog has a very poor owner. It raises it extremely poorly to the point where it's aggressive. It goes out, bites you on the hand, puts you in hospital with blood. The dog is then, is then forced to get put down. What do we think of that? I have problems, but I also understand. It recently happened to someone I knew. They got bitten by a husky. Dog got put down a week after. Yeah. All right, I so, think, oh yeah. No, no, go for, go for the professional So I was going to say, I think um, if it's 
like risking the safety of everyone around it. Unfortunately, I think I don't know, it should probably be put down. But I think if it's the person who, what, did you say it was the person who got bitten? That was their dog. No, no. So the someone, so your dog goes and bites someone else. Oh, okay. Well, I think whoever's dog, like it is, if they were treating it poorly. Um, there actually is like a new thing that came in maybe a few months ago. If there's animal, any animal cruelty, you have a lifetime ban on owning pets. And okay. you also get like a big fine and things. So I think that person should have been like investigated. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like my, what I want to get to here is, are we, do we jump to conclusion too much when it comes to putting aggressive dogs down? Yeah, is there probably. any hope for them to be taken away and given like a better life, a chance to like realize what they did wasn't okay. Because I used to think like you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but arguably you can mm-hmm. teach yeah. an I mean, old. The dog whole new whole thing. saying is you can teach an old dog new tricks, right? Yeah, As I is think the, it is. That is the same. Yeah, no. I thought it was the uh, what James said. Oh. It, it, a lot of people will uh, say that, but like scientifically, you can actually mm-hmm. yeah. train a dog to do well, new things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, well. it helps when you're younger because obviously when when, when we were all. Yeah. We learned the majority of our stuff that we know today probably when we were a bit younger. Yeah, old habits die hard. Exactly. So, Mm. obviously, it will be difficult for the... God damn it. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Obviously, it will be difficult, but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think... Yeah. I don't know. It's it's also hard to go out and say, hey, who wants to take a dog that's just been another person? And if you don't take care of it, it's going to be put down when you have an oversupply of new puppies coming through constantly. Well, that's when something could be developed like, exactly. you know, the, like, like, like the RSPCA-sponsored uh, dog rehabilitation mm. thing, yeah. like clinic thing. Like I, I, just, I guess it just depends how aggressive it is, if it's just trying to rip your arm off coming near it, mm. or if it's just when it's super anxious. In super, yeah, it, like, mm. it tries to like, defend itself, then that's like, a bit different. I think yeah. it's just, it, it fears people because it thinks it's just going to be attacked itself. Yeah, I just feel like rangers like, put, don't put yeah. enough time. They just jump to a conclusion way too quickly. It's like, no, mm. give, it a, give it a few weeks, put it in a shelter, see what it does, yeah. and then make a call from mm. there. Give it, a, give it a chance. I think that also comes back to, because there's not enough room in the shelters, they're just looking for any excuse to make room for like, a young stray dog. So that comes to back to like people just not caring, letting their mm. animals run wild and they just get a new one. Yeah. Like if we stop breeding, at least for a bit, until we get everything under control. It'll, it'll make us reevaluate yeah. and actually appreciate and the, the older dogs that we have. Yeah, mm. or yeah, at least, you know, take better care of them and hopefully they don't end up on the street in the first place. If, mm. Yeah, if people are being checked out properly with what they know. And I just have one last question. <laughs> I, I want to get everyone's opinion on this. And, just, and Dan, I'll get yours first. Um, I've heard this saying before and I, I believe it. Um, sorry, I don't want to put bias into it, but um, there is no such thing as a bad dog. There's only such thing as a bad owner. Yeah, no, do I do agree with that? that. Like it just definitely comes down to who's taking care of it mm. initially, I think, if mm. they're not training it properly and just setting some basic boundaries. Yeah. Especially the big breeds. <laughs> yeah. They don't get them under control. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, everyone has a crack at pit bulls. They are the most yeah. dangerous and aggressive breeds. No, I don't Because know. of their history of dog fighting, yeah. yeah. But they're actually so nice, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, they're raised really these breeds, like, even, like, um, what are they called? Um, like, American Greyhounds and, and things. Like, I think they used to have to wear the mask. They've only recently muzzle, said yeah. that you don't have to wear the muzzle anymore, which I don't think they're... Yeah. Like, it just depends where they're coming from initially. Yeah, mm. because nowadays it's just been raised as, you know, a normal household pet instead of, yeah, you know, being aggressively racing it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's like if a person is a bad person, don't blame the person, blame their parents. 
So when we blame their parents <laughs> And we blame the first human <laughs> okay, Who ever okay. came okay. into existence The, the point being is I think we're going back To the consciousness thing That we have consciousness <laughs> The dogs do not and yeah, we've trained those yeah. those things into it. Yeah, you can get the most aggressive dog ever, take one of its puppies, and raise it to be the most lovable thing in the world. I'm guaranteeing you that. Um, but humans have a difference. They they can make decisions and choices that affect other people poorly. Yeah, I was actually you're actually right. Like this is in a book that Jordan Peterson wrote. And I know how much you love Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Oh yes. And he actually talks about <laughs> the frog. how <laughs> there was no, like pretty good. there was like a bit of a scientific study that was done that there was an alcoholic dad, for example, very mm. very abusive, very aggressive, and an alcoholic. And he had two kids. Um, I think they were both males. Um, mm. and like. They were raised in this alcoholic abusive family. One of them turned out to be an alcoholic and abusive because he goes, oh, my dad's like that. So, I'm going to be like that as well. Yeah. The other one associated the pain and the emotional trauma associated with the alcoholic father and said, I don't like this feeling. Mm-hmm. Why would I want my kid to feel the same way? So, it's interesting how humans kind of grow to develop a different sort of level of consciousness and mm. realize what's right and wrong. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... This is the whole the nature versus nurture conversation. Whereas I think humans are different than dogs when it comes to nature versus nurture. I don't, oh, yeah. I think it's all nurture I for think, dogs. I think that like study pretty much proves it. Like, mm. you know, they were literally born in the same house. Same stimuli. Same upbringing and just ended up completely different because they both were able to um, process I guess, the same information in differently. Way. Yeah. yeah. Kind of fascinating. But no, mm. Dan, beautifully spoken topic. I actually really enjoyed talking about that. Um, as a dog lover and an animal you, lover. Dan. So thanks yeah. for coming. Thank you for show. coming in for that. <laughs> thanks for having me. And uh, we'll get the Snoop Dogg sound effect on the way out, please. Oh, Patty? Anytime. Anytime, There we go. <laughs> and thank you for listening to this week's Beers with Engineers podcast before Patty cuts me up. <laughs> and I'll see you all in the next one. Thanks for listening. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.